0: Hi, this is Adrian King, and I played Alice in Friday the 13th, and you are listening to Horror Homeschool. This gets murdered.
1: Hello, welcome back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris.
0: And I am Ashley.
1: How are you, Ashley?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad. Um, we are entering a new season. We're done with Kyle's season. Um, oh, no, poor Kyle. But thank you, Kyle, for those wonderful recommendations. Um, we enjoyed covering those films for sure. Um, but yeah, we are now entering the year of the one. The year
0: Um, of the one.
1: Starting now, 2023 is officially the year of the one. One or one? I don't know. It's one or the other. (laughs) It's one in a million. It's one one or the other. Uh, But yeah, we will be covering all of his horror movies. Horror Homeschool is now a James Wan movie podcast. (laughs) Uh, So from, from now in April right through till December which is an even longer stint than our Friday the 13th um, season we had last year. But they're
0: not the same movie over and over again. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, I don't know. When we get to the, the Insidious and Conjuring ones, it gets oh. a bit samey. <laughs> uh,
0: first of all, not Conjuring.
1: But yeah, you might be asking, why is it the Year of the Wan? Uh Well, because he has five movies coming out in 2023. <laughs> so, Megan? I can't believe uh, that's
0: so that he has that many
1: yeah megan came out in january um this mm-hmm. year so if you want to hear us talk about that then go and listen to our latest patreon episode um in conversation with faye from terrifier 2 we talked about that um in short faye and i thought it sucked but you liked it didn't you ashley mm-hmm. i did uh yeah if you want to hear us talk about that then go and subscribe to patreon.com slash horror homeschool that was a great episode um, he also has Saw 10 coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is expected on October the 27th, which I'm sure you'll watch. Um, maybe you can give us like a mini review when it comes out because I don't okay. think I'm going to be watching it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got Insidious 5 coming out uh, on July the 7th, uh, which is just being revealed. The title is going to be uh, The Red Door. And it's set after Insidious 2. Uh, so a direct sequel to 2. And then uh, The Nun 2, uh, which is coming uh, in December. I'm sorry, I <laughs> didn't mean to make that
0: noise.
1: And <laughs> he's also releasing Aquaman 2. Uh, obviously, we won't be covering that. Um, Thank you. I hated my the first heart, one. My too, right? heart
0: like, literally went into my butt thinking of having to watch that
1: movie. <laughs> No, well, it's not a horror movie. I mean, he's done I know, loads... but
0: just like, oh, God. <laughs>
1: he's like, done loads of movies that aren't horror movies. Um,
0: Uncle Man was just atrocious.
1: I hated it. but It, it was a it garbage. A su- surprisingly good reviews. um, But, yeah, I don't know why, because it was awful.
0: <laughs> Ugh, anyways.
1: But, yeah, so those are the movies he has coming out this year, and I thought, well, we're going to want to talk about the, the horror films he brings out. Uh, and that would be great if we could... Do the whole franchise for The Conjuring and Insidious To cover them in order Which we will be doing um, So yeah, but first of all We'll be starting with the beginning of his career In 2004 with Saw um, Which we're talking about today Um, And next will be 2007's Dead Silence Then we'll be doing the Insidious franchise And then the Conjuring franchise And then we'll be ending the year with a bang On New Year's Eve with Malignant <sighs>
0: so excited to watch so, all these movies
1: strap in and join us if you're not a fan of james one then i guess we'll see you in 2024 sorry about that but,
0: <laughs> but there's got to be at least one movie in all of these movies because they're i mean they're all kind of in a different subgenre of horror you know yeah there's i mean be they're something all... for
1: everybody I, right i class the james one movies they're just spooky movies aren't they they're mostly about ghosts and stuff um, with the exception of Maybe Malignant uh, which Saw. A, so, Well, Yeah, Saw so, um, But w- yeah, well, we'll talk about Saw In a moment <laughs> But Most of them I'd say they're like Spooky ghost movies um, But yeah f- For the uh, Insidious uh, Franchise, we're going to be Working our way through that In release order uh, However, for the Conjuring franchise We're going to work our way through them in chronological order Of the story so not necessarily release order. Um, And I personally prefer to watch them in story order rather than release order. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to do that. It drives JB nuts, I know that. Uh, But I do this with, like, Star Wars and Marvel movies as well. I just prefer to watch them in story order. Um, So that's how we'll be covering Conjuring. Um, It might make some people mad, this, but this is our show. We get to call the shots, so just deal with it. But for Saw, we're only doing the first one because it's the only one James Wan wrote and directed. Um, he wasn't really involved in any of the other ones; he was just an executive producer. So, yeah, we we will be touching on the rest of the movies in the franchise, I'm sure. But for now, we're just going to be talking about Saw 2004, um, released in October of that year. Um, so this movie is almost 20 years old, um, which is crazy I know. to think. <laughs> Um, written and directed by James Wan And the synopsis is as follows Two strangers awaken In a room with no recollection of how they got there And soon discover that They're pawns in a deadly game Perpetrated by a notorious serial killer So that's a pretty, pretty Concise yeah. synopsis It's about right yeah. um, So Do you have some trivia In your uh, Bukkake notebook? and i'm not revealing that comment that was something we spoke about before we started recording and people can guess (laughs) (laughs) guess i'll message you (laughs) no (laughs) 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 school me ashley school me with some sore trivia because i know nothing (sighs) about this film so
0: are you ready for this
1: i'm ready this movie I'm, was filmed. I'm strapped in, I'm, I'm chained by my ankle to a pipe, a rusty pipe.
0: In this You're room. good,
1: you better be. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I mean, someone's put a hacksaw under the desk, so I'll, I'll see what I can do, but go on. <laughs> this film was made, or this was filmed in
0: 18 days. Oh, nice. Um, which is insane, because l- like...
1: L- low budget.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, it was really low budget. Um <laughs> It was his first film, wasn't it? Sam? Yeah. But according to the BBC, this is one of the most pro- profitable horror films of all time.
1: Yeah, because I can of see that. That
0: <laughs> um, director James Wan wanted all the camera movements in the movie to be to reflect the two main characters like personalities and emotion. So when it's on um, you know, the doctor it's steady and um but whenever it's on adam it's like all like like uh handheld and like kind of shaky
1: that made me feel sick i, just, I know <laughs> there <laughs> was no, no gore in this to make me feel sick i felt queasy from the camera movements i was just like i feel so dizzy <laughs>
0: in order to make the actors feel like exactly how the characters felt and everything like that they actually did all the bathroom scenes in chronological order so they
1: were, Excuse me, they were Sorry. physically trapped there for that period. They of time. were physically
0: trapped there. <laughs> James Wan built Billy or the jigsaw doll, which mm. I thought was cool. He made it out of like paper cool. mache
1: and all this stuff. Um, I bet he, I bet he still owns it. No,
0: cool. it actually says that they like found it for like Saw Seven or something like that, but it was like damaged just from the years of being oh, alive. That's sad. Things like that should
1: be preserved. Can you imagine how much that would be to ensure as well? How much that would be worth?
0: Yeah. It says Lee Winnell revealed in an interview that Adam Lawrence uh, was supposed to be trapped in an elevator. Which I'm kind of glad that they didn't go that route because I don't know how that movie would have ended up. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been different. Okay, so this one's really gross, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, Lee Winnell mentioned in the commentary that the scene where he puts his hand down the toilet
1: mm.
0: um is a tribute to train spotting. Have you ever watched that movie?
1: I've not, no, but like I've heard about like the bathroom scene or uh... Yeah,
0: where he's like literally like just there's diarrhea and then he just like jumps in and he just starts swimming to get his cause his drugs fell in there. Mm. And it was just really gross. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a weird uh tribute (laughs) or something to pay tribute to yuck uh danny glover completed all of his scenes in two days wow um which i really like him in this movie i think he's i think he's a good actor overall um but
1: yeah this movie needs some good acting that's for sure (laughs) what Uh, it says there were no exterior
0: shots in the film because the production team could not afford them. <laughs> um, the MPAA originally rated the film NC-17 uh, due to the tone, but uh, James Wan had to remove like some of uh, some horrific things in order to get it to an R rating. I guess oh, NC-17 God. here would be like x rated i guess what x rated used to be
1: there's a lot of controversy about like when you get like an x rating or you know because yeah it's like you can't show it in the cinema or something or yeah something like that i think it would be like the equivalent over here i think if you get like a a rating like that the highest rating we do is like an 18 and that's just like you've got to be over the age of 18 to see it um but i think they aim for like a 15 I think that's like the goal isn't it um so that like more people can go and see it yeah think, it's
0: saying right here
1: an x is like when you actually can't release it is that right
0: probably because it oh, says oh. um the ones that they had to cut was amanda sifting through intestines paul struggling through the razor wire and some forensic photos um, and then the color was made more even and the sound was altered because the MPAA had problems with the tone of the original cut. Hmm. That's crazy.
1: That's weird. Um, isn't it? You, you don't really think about like how sound and color can like affect like mm-hmm. film's rating. You know, if it's literally got yeah. like a darker tone. <laughs> I know that
0: is weird. Uh, they only they uh, the composer only had three weeks to compose the entire score for the film
1: fucking hell that's mad how like like rushed and like how like low budget and like and then like how it just exploded
0: yeah i know it's crazy um shawnee smith who plays amanda she had the flu on the day that uh she was filming um she had a fever of 104 degrees which i'm like why wasn't
1: she in the hospital
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh it says that she shot all of her scenes in
1: one day so they stuck her in a head trap.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. I guess that like added to her um condition then. Like, that's what I said realistic. earlier. I was
0: like, yeah, that's... Ugh. Um. They re-released it in October of 2014 for its 10th anniversary. And Kevin said that he went and saw it
1: and he loved it. Oh, sick. Did he not see it when it came out then?
0: Mm-mm. No. Think...
1: Probably too young.
0: Came... No, he was 18 when it
1: came out. Oh, right just made um, it in the
0: cinema yeah i'll explain like he told me i know his story so <laughs> okay of course we all know this was james wan's di- uh dire- director debut which is insane of how like he made this movie and then it just like changed the world
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but yeah there's just like a lot of other stuff like um that was pretty much all the most interesting stuff. Oh, here's what they made the um, the doll out of. It was clay, paper mache, and black ping pong balls with the irises painted. Uh, paper towels were used internally. To make a move, the puppeteers pulled him along on a fishing line. For Saw 2, Billy was redesigned with me- mechanical features that could be manipulated by remote control, including mm-hmm. both jaw and eyes that were unhinged. For Saw 3, the prop crew was given the original puppet but found it unfit for work as time had damaged it instead they recreated billy using water jet cut foam for his body instead of fiberglass equipped with plates to hold the puppet together and magnets to attach him to his tricycle that is dope (laughs)
1: yeah billy really got an upgrade
0: i'm like how did he come up with billy i wonder it doesn't really say i wonder I wonder. Well, it does seem like um, that a lot of the jump scares in the movie, or like you know, the sequences where it's like uh, all over the place. You know what I'm talking about? Like,
1: yeah, where uh, it was like a like a fucking fever dream edited by yeah, exactly, um, a editor those, or something.
0: Yeah, it's saying that um, that those are based off of James Wan and Lee Winnell's, uh dreams that they had as kids.
1: <laughs> what drugs were they on?
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah so there's more but um i didn't feel like watching the movie with the director's commentary
1: oh yeah i guess one of us should have done that i didn't think about that oh well if yeah it's just one of those
0: movies where i've seen it a couple times and it's just like we'll get into it i'll explain
1: okay well why don't you explain then tell us about your History with the movie, a relationship with it, when you first saw it, and initial thoughts.
0: Well, um, so I know it came out in 2004, so at the time I was 16, but I think I so I actually did see it when I was a teenager. Um, surprisingly, I think I was 17. I want to say I was 17, but I remember the specific, like, almost everything about the time when I saw it, which is really weird because I don't have a very good memory. But we were at my friend Ben's house with uh, it was me and my friend Amber. We were at my friend ben, Ben's house and we were in his room trying to figure out what to watch. And he's like, oh, let's watch this movie. And we're like, OK. And of course, me being me, I'm like uncomfortable because it's rated R. So I was like, I'm going to get in trouble. But oh, well.
1: And <laughs> how, how did he have this? Was it did he have like the DVD of it or something or?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, his parents were, I think, a little bit more. um
1: uh, he wasn't home. He was
0: homeschooled. We were all three homeschooled. Yeah, we were all homeschooled. So I don't, I don't really know how he actually got the movie. But anyways,
1: was he, um, like, so watching... was he like a bit of a bad influence or not?
0: No, I, I not really. He wasn't like, like a horror note that
1: always got you watching
0: stuff like that. No, no, no. not really. But he, he, well, actually, now that you say that, yeah, because he's the other one. He's the same guy that I was hanging out with when we watched. Uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose in the abandoned
1: house owned by his father. <laughs>
0: so yes, he was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he was that little bit of a horror influence
0: that yeah. you
1: had access yeah, to. Definitely. Yeah.
0: So, so I just you, remember was, watching is this
1: one that? of your first like horror films that you saw?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I didn't even like I didn't even understand that it was horror. Mm. Um I don't quite remember like my feelings throughout the movie. I know that I probably, me being me, probably got up and went to the bathroom like 17 times just to get away from the gore.
1: But um, there there isn't any gore in this, though. That's the thing, really. Well, there's a little bit. I mean, we'll get into it, but, like, it's not. It's it's more the tone of, yeah. Yeah, Um, it's, yeah.
0: So, but I do remember the twist. And I remember sitting there with my jaw on the floor (laughs) and because I I mean at that time like of course I hadn't seen very many movies in general but of Mm. course I hadn't seen anything with like twists like that you know where I absolutely had no idea that it was coming there was like no speculation and it just stuck with me yeah and I just remember that and uh, I think the same day we actually watched uh um oh, what is that one? world police
1: uh team america
0: team america world police <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> because... light in the mood afterwards
0: yeah because i remember the scene where the doll's throwing up for like 10 minutes straight oh, and i was
1: God. Like... I, I laughed can't. i, I can't laughed for like anyways the, the so puke is something that i can't do just
0: I can't like do it anymore. I don't know why I laughed at
1: oh, it then. No. But... There's a scene. I'm sure we've discussed this before on the Terrify Two episode when we're talking about like, I don't know, vomiting diarrhea or something. And um, there's a there was a film called Problem Child, I think it was the sequel. Do you remember those films? Oh, I and hate those movies. There's a scene where there's like they're on like a roller coaster or something or like a ride in the fairground. Mm. And there's a vomit scene and my god, like that scarred me as a kid, like that. No, I can't do like vomit stuff. Even
0: <laughs> even in the Goonies, whenever Chonk is yeah. like talking about throwing yeah. up in the movie theater, I'm like, oh my god, I cannot deal with this scene. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, fuck that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I just it stuck with me, and it wasn't necessarily that I was like, oh my god, I love this movie. It was more of like, oh my god, I mean, the, I think it, the movie's good, I really do, but it was more of a like
1: it kind of changed
0: my yeah it changed my perspective of movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I think cause... it probably did for a lot of people because um because of the type of movie that this is and the way it was marketed as well. Because like you touched on then it's not really a horror film like I would say it's more of a thriller, like a crime thriller. Like there isn't that much gore. In fact there's hardly any gore at all if any. Um but, but it, it, it is, is kind of, like of horror
0: because that would be horrifying if it was happening. But you're mm-hmm. right. I mean, I think the main horror element of the movie is Jigs- or Jigsaw, you know, Billy the, the puppet.
1: Um, yeah. And the creepy bits and the, and the-, the bits of like the you voice score as yeah. well are in there. Uh, but yeah, it was marketed as well just to be this almost like I remember it being like a big blockbuster, but it's crazy that it wasn't, you know, like it mm-hmm. was so low budget, but it did explode. Like I feel like mm-hmm. when it came out, it was massive, and it was like all like the all like the normie moviegoers that wanted to see it. It wasn't like horror yeah. fans. It was every yeah. man and his dog. Like everyone was seeing. So like and not then, just, not just horror fans.
0: And then afterwards, like it was like oh my god. you're you like saw like everybody was horrified if you like saw because it was just so like intense and then once the second and third one come around I think people started really like shying away from that's
1: when it got like more horror the normies more about the goal yeah started yeah started shying shying away from it but because it was almost like an like a Shyamalan film where like it was the twist that sort of everyone was walking away from that movie with like oh my Mm -hmm. god like it was the twist that did it and what made it so big, I don't think without that twist, it would have been as successful because that's what everyone was sort of like talking about. Oh, my God, you need to see this film, you know, because it was all about the story, you know, like the mm-hmm. the whole that, that was its selling point. Really not the fact that it was like a, a horror film because, you know, lots of films have done that before that, in... in a similar way. But it was the way that this one was done that made it like stand out. And it came at a time then, as well where like that kind of brought horror movies into the mainstream again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you sort of went away from this, like having your mind look, your tiny little mind blown.
0: My tiny little mind blown. Yeah. Um it was like weird too, because the storyline, like, yes, it's 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 a horrifying storyline, but it's like also like there's sort of um sick and twisted moral
1: to yeah. it you know yeah there's definitely and a, i think a that was something else where you think so, well
0: maybe yeah maybe he is
1: right <laughs> like it's kind of like, like when, Thanos, it's when
0: like... did uh seven come out um because seven i feel like is to me sort of on the same uh thriller type thing as saw oh seven came out
1: in 1995 have you ever seen that movie um i don't think i have Is that the one with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt?
0: Yes, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I don't. You should watch
1: it. But yeah, there was there was a bunch of films that came out that were sort of like that heavy sort of crime story, like thriller, Mm -hmm. and like this was the one that sort of brought those horror elements into it.
0: Mm -hmm. I was going to say it just kind of like took it up a notch by like
1: putting in that horror into a game as well. Yeah, the whole the whole Billy thing that that made it. You know, he's almost on that level of like slash icons, even though he's not like a physically doing actual, it, it's not a living yeah, like entity. But he's an he's an icon in his iconography, you know, just that image of Billy um is, is part of horror movie lore now, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. just coming up with that image and that whole um idea of, you know, he's even got a catchphrase, you know, I want to play a game and it's a whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, and, and putting sure. putting someone behind that, like puppeteering him, literally puppeteering everyone else is jigsaw, you know. Um, well, um, tell me,
0: tell me your experience, because I got, I got some, cause I've seen the whole, um, franchise, so I can give, like, I like, um, I'm, I'm gonna talk about how it like kind of
1: all connects. So okay, um, but so my history with it is like. Uh, I saw it around the time when it came out on DVD. Like, I didn't go to the cinema to see it. Um, I don't think I was quite old enough, or I don't know if I was into those movies at the time. Um, But it was funny, actually. Now we've mentioned how this is, well, was sort of like a mainstream movie. I found it in my stepfather's DVD collection, and he's not, like, a horror nut at all. Like, he, he loves movies, but he's into his sort of, like, big blockbusters like you know like thrillers and 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 stuff like that and Saw was just in his collection and it just stood out to me when i was looking at it one day i was like oh i've never seen that I, you know i want to check that out and um yeah watched it and it you know the twist shocked me like i was like that is a that is a cool twist because i don't think i'd ever seen anything like that before myself you know mm-hmm. um but like as far as a movie goes like it didn't like do anything special for me in that regard, like, mm-hmm. like I thought the puzzle element was quite interesting, like um, but it's not something that I've ever wanted to revisit. I was just like, oh, you know, like that was cool, I guess. I've never watched it again. like this rewatch for the pod was the second time I've actually ever seen it, um, and it came about quite funny because, like me and Abby we were just searching through Netflix for something to watch one night. And she was like, oh, what about Sora? I've never seen that. I was like, oh, that's funny. We're doing a pod on it like in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we may as well whack it on now, you know, do my homework early. And um, yeah, we watched it. Um, I'm still not like a big fan of it, like, but she absolutely loved it. Um, <laughs> her mind was blown. Like I looked at her at the twist and she she was just like mouth open. Like, I said, did you not see that coming? She was like, no, I didn't get it at all. And it ended, and she was like, I fucking loved that. She was like, I want to watch That's the awesome. rest of them now. So we watched like some of the others. Um, but Which ones did what did you get to? Um I think we've got to like like four, and then we fell off because they just got worse and worse. We were like, Oh, th- this is
0: Okay, so you you got to where like Luke from Gilmore Girls.
1: Yes. <laughs> and yeah. the funny thing is, like the movie was like ending and he'd been in the whole film, and I went, Oh. That's Luke from Gilmore Girls, and Abby was like, "I told you." As soon as he came on screen, I was like, "How did you not oh. notice?" Like, right, no, away he didn't have the hat on. I didn't recognize him without the cap. Oh, on. I knew instantly. And the whole film, I was like, "Where do I know him from?" Um, but yeah, at the end, it sort of clicked. But yeah, we watched some of the others, and oh, the, the gore man—the gore just got worse it as does. it went on. It
0: and gets, I was like, "It gets like
1: this, like." there was like surgery gore and stuff mm-hmm. and I, I was literally just like I can't watch this I was gonna hurt like I was putting my hands up in front of my face and I never do that with any film like that's like hilarious
0: Over, I the mean top, it's not hilarious like <laughs> over the top
1: terrible. Sorry. <laughs> show, like Terrifier 2 I can deal with because it's so far-fetched and like fancy to me but when it's like surgical like realistic stuff I cannot I just can't like I can't watch it like that. So when Jigsaw's getting like his fucking brain taken out and shit, I'm just like, no, I can't do this shit.
0: That's funny. Like that yeah. stuff doesn't bother me. I've actually oh, watched a an actual video of somebody oh, no. getting surgery on the uh taking getting blood taken off of their brain. You know how it like oh, it piles no. up on the top? So you Oh it. no.
1: No. Even <laughs> even
0: talking about. It, I can't God, well, I it. was I was dating a guy
1: who was a paramedic and he was always watching stuff like that. So he was like, look, watch this. No, he, like, Abby watches, like, spot-popping videos and stuff. No, like, no, I can't popping. do that. That's and, gross. Like, I like, cannot, can't. like, if I just sit at the corner of my eye, like, when he's watching it, Throw like, up. Like, that is disgusting. So, like, when it comes to, like, cutting open someone's head, like, surgery stuff, I can't do. Like, that scene in... Um, Hannibal have you ever seen that where like he feeds uh Ray like his own brain like that oh my god that was Mm -hmm, like one of the only films I've almost thrown up watching like that was that fucked me up (laughs) so like yeah as these Saw movies went on a I couldn't handle the gore and b I thought the films were dog shit so like I, I we kind of fell off them um but I've, I've got, I think we watched five And I actually didn't mind five Because it was almost back to the same Sort of mystery crime drama thing And mm-hmm. it was pretty good There was like, oh, Adala was in it from Buffy And she was good She was hot So I enjoyed oh, yeah, that yeah, I forgot about that, yeah Um. Yeah, so five was good But then we haven't watched anything after that um, And there's no urgency either Because, you know, every night I was like Oh, do you want to watch the next sort? And she's kind of gone, no, you know she's dragging her feet now so she doesn't want to watch mm-hmm. them there's no urgency to carry on with any anymore but like after the first one she was like i want to watch the rest you know she loved the mm-hmm. first one um second one was okay as well like, i quite like the uh, the escape room vibe with um the kid that was in scream 4 um he mm-hmm. was in was and the in chick
0: from seventh heaven
1: i've not seen that um
0: so there's a um, trivia about that one where the scene where amanda's character or um, shauna smith's character amanda um was uh, actually afraid of needles and they weren't supposed to have needles in there oh, but somehow like needles got in there and yeah. she just like
1: that's like her real reaction her, like, yeah I, I read that trivia and that is insane like how do you i would be so mad real needles in there? <laughs> that's a so good fun. scene actually i really like that one where he just throws her in he just picks the chick up and just throws her in. I laugh out loud. I like that's hilarious. There is a lot of funny
0: <laughs> stuff in in the second one. I think just because yeah, of the different types of characters that they have.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's an interesting one. But weirdly though, I will say that my favorite so far has been Saw Five. Um, just, I just really enjoyed like all the um, the story so to that, bad. where like basically, so. You know, a bit late in the game, but spoilers for the the whole Saw franchise, guys. You know, if you haven't seen them, go check them out or listen to us spoil them. So it turns out at the end of um, four that the cop is like the new Jigsaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a it's like a timey thing where the start of the movie was actually the end, and he finds that tape in his in, mm-hmm. in Jigsaw's body, whatever, and he just decides to be the new Jigsaw. Um, so in five, it's Luke from Gilmore Girls investigating mm-hmm. and, and trying to nail that's this right. guy, trying to find out, mm-hmm. you know, who it is, and then he realises it's him, and he's trying to nail him, but he ends up dying at the end of that one, doesn't he? Getting Dude, squished I, hate squished
0: that, to so oh, I hate that
1: that scene, so I hate that trap. That's scene, that's like, oh yeah, that's bad, when he gets squished and his arm just gets fucked up, and
0: whew,
1: yeah, um, but yeah, I, I quite like that one, and it surprised me because, like, Like I say, up to that point, I was just like, oh, I can't deal with these movies. Like The funny thing is, I went into the rewatch of Saw 1 thinking that it was this gory torture porn film that I'd built up in my mind all these years. Mm -hmm. But it turns out, I think I've got it mixed up with Hostel over the years. Um, Because Saw 1 isn't a torture porn film. You know, I'll no. I'll, apo- I'll apologize and retract that statement now because I've been going. I've I've said for ages, oh no, Saw one's so gory, it's point. It's not. It's actually a crime thriller with barely any horror in it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I felt like Saw five kind of went back to that one, and there was like less. I mean, there w- there was gore in it. That final trap where Darla and that other dude have to put their hand in the the shredder thing and do the five mm-hmm. liters of blood, like. <laughs> It actually reminded me of Terrified too. At the end, when they're on the floor and the guy lifts up his arm and his his hand, his arm, it's all arms like cut like vertically, and it kind of just flaps open, like you know the way that art kills um, mm-hmm. in that scene. But um, but yeah, it was less about the the shock factor of the gore and all of the the torture porn stuff, and more about the the detective story, which I kind of liked. Um, like I can't remember which one it was now, or if it was. F- three or four, but there was a horrible scene with like some pigs getting liquefied and like trying to drown this fella that was chained to the bottom of like a tank. Like, you know, there was, yeah. oh my God, that was rough, man. I was just like, fuck this film. Um, yeah. There's
0: a lot of crazy contraptions. I like started getting paranoid because I was like, man, what if this happens to me? Cause I'm I am naturally a negative person. Like, I just, I'm very pessimistic. I'm sorry. I just, like, that's how my brain works. I try to be positive. I really try. But, like, I'm like, what if, what if this guy's watching me being all a depressed little brat and I get, I wake up one day and I'm in a trap. I would hate that. But, I mean, I guess, like. The people on there were quote
1: unquote bad or whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, like we said earlier, it is quite interesting how. I mean, that's one of my highlights for Saw One and the franchise I've seen so far in general. Like, I quite like the idea of the morality story. You know, the the whole thing where, like, you know, especially in the first one. I mean, it doesn't really count in the others, I don't think. But technically, Jigsaw isn't a killer. Like he actually finds ways for his victims to kill themselves or other people. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really mm-hmm. clever concept. Like he's like a fucked up version of the Riddler, you know. Like and the fact that in the, <laughs> the new Batman movie made him very jigsaw, didn't it? Yeah, um, for sure. But that's that's like the highlight for me, and I think that that was the selling point and why the franchise is so successful is because of that idea that like. You know, technically, Jigsaw isn't a killer. He just sets people up to make this decision whether they want to fuck themselves up or kill themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And ultimately, it's about making this quote-unquote bad person pay for their sins, in a way. Um, Which is very interesting, especially coming from our background. (laughs) Right,
0: exactly. (laughs) It, It does go more into... Tobin Bell's character um, more as the series goes on. I think six mm, and th- seven
1: this, really that, that's go... That's what's happening at the moment with, like, Saw sort of 5. It's It's gone way back now, and it's introduced his his wife.
0: Okay, um, okay, so you're there. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. So in five and six, it does yeah. like, explain a
1: lot. And then it's revealed now how, like, the cop was actually an accomplice from the beginning with with Amanda, mm-hmm. but Amanda wasn't aware of it. And... Mm-hmm. I said, like when this was getting revealed. I turned to Abby and I was like, "What? What do you think of all this? Like What's your opinions on it?" She was like, "I don't like it at all." Like, how would she not know? Like, this is stupid. Like, really reaching now to like embellish, you know, Jigsaw's backstory. And I said, "Well, you know what? I actually quite like it. You know, I like that idea. And sometimes it it doesn't work when you see the reveal of like the killer's origin. And mm-hmm. the, the less the less said, the better. It makes it more scary." Um, because it does get pretty fucking ridiculous. Like, and I'm only at number five, and it is it is ridiculous. Well,
0: it it circles back around. Um, yeah. Don't, connects... don't
1: spoil it in case I can I continue with it. But fine. Would you say it spirals it. back around?
0: No, it's, it it circles <laughs> back around, <laughs> not spiral, <laughs> but it does spiral down. Because Jigsaw, the movie Jigsaw. Garbage, yeah,
2: and then spiral, heard, yeah, spiral. Garbage stuff, yeah.
0: spiral. I w- guessed the twist like that. Like a lot of the saw so- since most of the or all of them have a twist somehow.
2: Hmm.
0: That was the one that I guessed. I don't think hmm. I guessed in any of the other ones. I guessed on that one. I was just like, oh my god, hmm. <laughs> it was stupid. And the fact I don't know, Chris Rock as a serious
1: actor is kind of hard. Yeah, I saw that in, on you know, the casting when I was looking through them. I was like, oh, Chris Rock, like he's playing a serious character. Don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, um, I'm sure I'll get to it one day. Yeah, in I fact, know I might, will, but... I might try and catch up to watch the new one this year. Um, but like oh, I say, at dope. this point, it's been a struggle. Um, To get through do do they get like do they get even gorier or there's there's no more surgery scenes right
0: (laughs) um man i don't remember they all kind of blur (laughs) after a while (laughs) because we just we recently just watched all of them too like um last year because Mm. i had seen i think up to like three or four and then i saw like parts and bits because Kevin re-watches the whole series like once a year, once every two years. Um, So I would see... So he, it's pieces he's with like
1: he's like a super fan the way I am with Friday the 13th. Correct. Where he has like an annual rewatch whenever he feels Correct. like it. So tell me about Kevin's history with it then.
0: So Kevin said that he didn't... It didn't really go... Um, It went under his radar for a long time. And then surprisingly his sister gifted it to him and was like, Hey, you need to watch this movie. And so he said he was watching it at his, his parents' house. And he said, you know, he's like, actually my first time watching this was with my mom. <laughs> which I was shocked, but kind of not shocked. His mom's very conservative Christian, but I know she likes dark stuff. She has a very dark sense of humor and she loves like the killer clown uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space movie.
1: I still need so, to like, see that. Oh,
0: it's, it's scary. That is a fever is dream. It? Okay. Well, I mean, all those clowns like coming after you. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of clown, let me just do a little insert for the Channel Zero uh, season that I was watching. It was a clown who was also a contortionist. And every time he moved, he made, like a, cr- like, a crackling noise, like his bones were cracking. And he would, like, run, and, like, every time he would run, it would just, like, make, like, just these really, it just sounded like everything was breaking, and it
1: was just really gross and creepy. But I recommend channels yeah, 0 You've been Channel talking Zero. about that series for a while, haven't you, Channel Zero? Mm-hmm but
0: but yeah, yeah so anyways with if kevin, anyone
1: else um... is watching channel zero then let ashley know if <laughs> she wants to chat about it with someone <laughs> I, know, I want to talk about it so bad uh
0: but yeah so kevin like said that he really really loved it when he first watched it and then i guess as the other ones were coming out he would watch those and then because he really likes hostile too so you know mm. he likes that kind of stuff he was so he's i don't, really don't want to give away all secrets, but, yeah he likes gore um It was um, one of the movies, I think it was five, hold on, let me see which one came out in 2009. Six. Yeah. So Saw Six, I was working at the movie theater, and um, I knew Kevin since I was 17, and I'm now almost 35. So when I was working at the movie theaters, this movie came out, and I took the poster that we got in, and I sent it to him <laughs>
1: and he still Ooh. has it Wow, that's a I way to like... seal the deal huh? right because <laughs> um, movie yeah, posters like... from theaters are sought after like especially horror oh, ones because yeah. like
0: seriously, you know, I, and you know what? I, I try and
1: get them and the, the, the companies they don't want to give them out, but then some of them do I... and it's like how do the people get how do people get these I posters? myself.
0: <laughs> in the butt all the time because i got rid of all i had so many movie posters because we were just allowed to take them when we were finished with them
1: and it's nuts because over here i don't know what it's like over there but it seems like this weird conspiracy where like people like auction them off to or like they have someone that they sell them to or like that's probably basically it's It's hard to get hold of them. Like the movie theaters don't really give them. Up. Well, they certainly don't give them away for free. Um, like, cause I tried to get the Scream one like last year, and that was just like impossible. Like no one was giving them out. But then I saw loads of people posting it about like getting a poster. It was like how, how I have a like, I got a screen poster. Have an inside guy. The
0: Scream Six poster.
1: But you, was that a promotional thing? You got given one.
0: Yeah, it was just yeah. when we went and saw uh, 65, um, they were just there and the person that was helping us out, they uh, they were like, do you want one? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then Kevin put it in my purse, all rolled up nicely. And then me being the gremlin that I am ended up somehow <laughs> bending it and now it's all jacked up. As
1: Oh, no. I know. It's heartbreaking.
0: He was like, you idiot. <laughs> but um but yeah, back to Saw. Anyway, so yeah, so I sent him the the poster and he loves it and he still has it to this day. It's in our closet.
1: And um so, so you but you could yeah, say he... that Saw brought you together.
0: Saw and Demon Hunter, which is nice a band that we love. Um, but yeah so he loved it and I for a long time did not want to watch all of them because I do remember trying to watch two and it did make me queasy once it started with all the people you know getting in the traps and stuff like that so it did take me a while to muster up the courage to watch them and then after I watched them I was like you know what actually these are that terrible I mean yeah there's gore like it's uncomfortable but I was like the storyline is wacky but i like it it's different you know the somehow there's a moral in this movie i guess and i don't know i think it's i, I think it's a cool franchise i probably won't do another rewatch just because i don't know i don't feel like it <laughs> i don't think i think the gore is a little too much yeah. for me
1: yeah i mean <laughs> For, for me, like, I mean, going back to, like, the very first one, because I guess we're only really talking about that one today, um, with it being James Wan, like, as as a movie on its own, like, it's just not my kind of movie. Like, I find it boring, personally, but I think that's probably because I'm not really a fan of, like, crime drama stuff. Like, Which, you know, like, anything... crazy. With,
0: like... I feel like you would. Because, like, no, crime like... drama... I feel like crime drama is, like, one step below horror because in a yeah in a way there's a lot of horror thoughts in it but
1: yeah I but know. it's another type of subgenre of horror and like mm-hmm. i feel like whenever there's like police involved in something i just switch off like straight away like, i
0: could see that yeah
1: field mouse um says the same thing about space he says if anything's set in space he it, it just turns off it just doesn't interest him at all and that's the way i am with crime stuff and police like the only thing that gets a pass really for me is sounds of the lambs like that is obviously lots of police stuff in that and investigative work um but yeah it just bores me um and i know I'm yeah can i have is an unpopular
0: a... opinion i feel like silent I, I only recently watched it for the first time that movie was very boring
1: <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. That yeah. is a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you get some hate for that. <laughs> I'm sure I will. From the drunken horror girls as well. I think.
0: <laughs> I think it's a great movie. I just don't see the appeal that everybody else did. But that's probably because I watched it now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm uh, sure if I had watched it
1: when I was I younger, I probably. Uh, Abby actually watched that one for the first time recently too, and I, and loved it also. Um, she's really into a. True crime podcasts I mean, and stuff. I
0: liked it. I just thought it was kind of boring. Like I didn't I guess I didn't really I expected more.
1: It's a Capacity did you watch it though? Did you watch it on your tablet in work in between? No, movies? me and Kevin had oh, it. Okay. We
0: watched okay. it together. Yeah, here. And Great, um and then we watched Hannibal, which I liked Hannibal too. Um as well. It's just funny that what's her face didn't come back for the second one, but
1: But yeah, um, for me, like this sort of like genre of horror, of you know type of film, whatever, like it doesn't really do it for me. Not my cup of tea, um, and that's why it's just never, you know, I've never had desire to rewatch it or even watch any of the rest of them. I would have never watched the rest of them if Abby hadn't pushed me to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I know I'm contradicting myself because earlier I said that Saw Five was my favourite, and that is very, um you know, story driven by the, the detective work. But to be honest, I think at that point I was just so happy that it would, it would like a change of pace. From, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, thank God there's something else happening over the bloodletting. Like, you know,
0: yeah, like, no, I, t- I totally what get what's going on. from. Yeah. I totally get it. But it's just like, I don't know, but it's just, what do you, so like, what are your thoughts on the doctor? Like, I guess we haven't really even talked about, like, the characters.
1: Oh, God. Okay, well, I guess we'll start my lowlights then. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) I, I found the acting and the dialogue in this atrocious. Like, it's just so corny. Like, Adam, he's especially got some terrible dialogue. Like, when... At the start, when he he's like, oh, what's your name? And he goes, my name is very fucking confused. I was like, what? Like, what's this guy talking about? And then that other line where he says, this is the most fun I've had without lubricant. Like, so many terrible lines of this character. Yeah, but I it really was 2004.
0: It. And a lot of the dialogue was like that in 2004, I feel like. Just real,
1: just, yeah.
0: like... <sighs> It's not even, like, a bro language. It's, like, I don't even know what you would call it. Just, like, bad, over the top. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I yeah, just found so. yeah him to be a, an insufferable character. And the Doctor as well. Like, he was so cringe and a really bad actor. Like, I hated it. Like, every time he was on screen, I was like... It's you know, like, Carrie...
0: Like bad... uh, Carrie... What's his name? Carrie Eels? Eels? Eels?
1: The guy that played it—I don't know. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. But to me, like his. Are you his joking in me? Seemed like a. a bad. You're saying TV that you haven't seen him in anything. He's a very popular actor. The blonde doctor in this that was chained up. Yeah. I don't know what I didn't recognize. Princess him.
0: Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Heights.
1: No, I've not he seen. He was them. in
0: Stranger Things. Twister. Was he? Who was he in Stranger Things? Um, I think he was one of the. I don't remember who he was in Stranger Things. Uh, let's see. He was in Twister, Liar, Liar, Ella Enchanted, Kiss the Girls.
1: Yeah. Uh, I haven't oh yeah. Seen he any was. Uh, he was in
0: Psych. He was in Hot Shots. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. No, I've not seen any of these films. That's why I'm not. Uh, seeing he, was Brom I'm not he
0: was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. He was in Quest it. for Camula, Camelot Camelot he was oh yeah that's right he was in the x he's been in a couple episodes of the x-files you've never seen uh the princess bride
1: no i've not seen any of those films that's why i've not seen him before what
0: the heck yeah like these are like really like princess bride is like one of the best films of all time he was in the crush but um i don't think i've seen that
1: one i didn't like him in this at all and i found his acting to be like wow really like low budget like television quality i'm shocked like laughable as well like the times when he was like getting all like emotional i was just like this is so bad like it's almost laughable no i I like him him. for me like that's That was the central part of the movie, like their interaction and just did not work for me. I felt like they were like stage acting their way through it. Like, I know you feel that way about the Insidious movies as well, which we'll get to. Well, that's just because I was freaking high as (laughs) off my... (laughs) Well, I I wasn't. I was Stone Cold (laughs) so when I watched this. And to me, that is what it felt like. Their whole performances just felt very off. And um, even Abby admitted that it felt really like a comedy. Um, hmm. But yeah, to me, that was like something that I couldn't, I couldn't get past. Like their acting was just really bad to me. I also thought that like the the characters in this like made really stupid and unrealistic decisions. Oh, absolutely! Like, the biggest one for me was like, okay, so the quandary they're in is either kill a stranger or save your family. Well a stranger would get killed straight away without a second thought. Like, I know. you know, well, I mean, you, I, I say, oh,
0: yeah, they would. But in my head, I don't want to kill anybody. But yeah, I get it. Yeah. If
1: your family's in peril, fuck, I kill anybody. I kill someone and you. <laughs> fuck <it.
2: laughs> no. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. I just I just found it dead unrealistic. Like how they're acting in the situation as well. Like I feel in real life, people would not act like this. Like. There was just something like I know I'm I'm pulling it apart for the sake of it, but like to me it just seemed unrealistic. Like and there's there's also characters in this movie that come and go and I just I didn't like any of them. Like they all seemed like they were like overacting, but then some of them felt like they were underacting. It just felt really uneven. It didn't work for me at all, basically. And the pacing as well. I hated that it like I hate movies that like jump back and forward in time and are all sort of like all over the place like i hate like the flashbacks you know when the doctor's voice is over it like it it was like he was narrating like a comedy sketch i was just like this is bad <laughs> and, well and the...
0: i don't agree with any of that but i i well okay no 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 let me rephrase that i can see where you're coming from I, however, really enjoy the pacing, and I like the Doctor. I love the actor. Um, Adam, yes, I can see, but I feel like Adam's kind of a garbage... He's supposed to be a garbage human being, so I can kind of like give him a pass for being a terrible actor, because he's garbage.
1: I also found it really unwatchable as a rewatch. Like, once you know the twist, it's kind of like, well... What's the point um
0: i there's a lot of stuff that i don't uh i pick up or i picked up like af- there, i guess once i wa- watched all of them all the way through i feel like i was able to really appreciate it more because there's a lot of stuff throughout the film that reverts back to that and i just
1: i don't know i really yeah, like the the thing is like well, the way the franchise goes and how they're sort of revealing all these little bits, it's like, oh, well, this was happening all along, or well, look, we've gone back to the beginning now. And it's like, well, no, that was never planned, was it? You know, like James Wan never wrote any of those extra things, and it was all made up as it went along. So it didn't, it, you know, all that stuff that they're saying is like canon, you know, it, it wasn't meant to be, was it, in the first place?
0: Yeah, probably not. I mean, it was just because it did so successfully. I mean, yeah, but I still like it. I still
1: like. I like this. They really do reach to sort of tie it back to it. The first movie is very self-contained, and it could just could have just been a standalone.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, Um, it could be a standalone.
1: But yeah, it didn't work for me. I just I find it really dull as well. Like I know it's not meant to be like a flashy movie, but it's just visually not a very appealing film for me like Mm -hmm. i don't like the camera work i hate the editing like i'm not a fan of those like spinning around shots and like speeding up and slowing down and then like a freeze frame and like flashes of stuff you know all that like Mm -hmm. it was like an early like a bad early noughties music video you know like (laughs) with that editing like it was a thing wasn't it yeah
2: (laughs) You know Fight,
1: exactly Club. Fight yeah. Club has a lot to answer for because I feel like that's where it started, and and it was acceptable oh, in yeah. that because it was a type of movie. And it was drugs and it was personality split and all that kind of thing. So it kind of worked with Fight Club, but I feel like it got massively overused that style of editing, and it just mm-hmm. outstayed its welcome. And I hate it in this, and it just makes me laugh and not not in a good way. Um, I, just, I Yeah, also find, it's like,
0: definitely the... a rough a rough age like or
1: it's age. it's not age yeah massively yeah
0: Yeah, it's I also
1: don't like the um the color palette and the cinematography Mm -hmm. and it's like it's again it's very early 2000s right to me were a very visually unappealing era in my well I was
0: gonna say too they wanted to film it better like but they couldn't afford to because their budget was so low
1: Mm. so but um After after you saying like how like how quickly it was made on such a shoestring budget, like I feel like I you can I see yeah. give it more of a pass now because I'm like, OK, but it's still at the end of the day, it's not to my taste. And, you know, that kind of watching that kind of thing gives me a headache. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you You enjoy the back and forth as well. But like my linear brain has to have a story going from the beginning to the end and I, I enjoy a twist now and again like where it's like oh this part was actually at the, at the start of the movie was actually the the end or vice versa or whatever but I feel like when they jump them back through the timeline so many times you kind of forget where you're at and you're like well hold on is this present day again or is this the past or at what point is this happening you know like I'm you know, I'm a simple man. I need to keep it simple in my brain when I'm watching things. That's why, I like, man turns up at camp, man kills people with machete <laughs> from beginning to end. That's it. Like, <laughs> maybe a flashback at some point, uh, you know, but that's it. But, like, these Saw movies, like, there's so all over the place with the story. I just don't know where I'm at. <laughs> that's funny. Um, another negative I've got is... This is controversial, but I actually don't find Jigsaw or Billy the Puppet scary. In this one, anyway. Um, I think he looks quite funny, that puppet, like with his little mouth (laughs) (laughs) moving. Not really scared by it. Um, And I wasn't actually a fan of Jigsaw, Tobin Bell's voice acting in this one. Um, Really? But as it went on, I actually really liked him in number two. You know, when he was sort of like mm-hmm. sat at the table with his little gas mask or whatever,
2: mm-hmm. his
1: oxygen mask. And uh, I found his performance in two and three actually pretty damn good. I was like, okay, I get you it You like now. it whenever they're uh, yeah, like, on.
0: oh, let's, let's make Tobin Bell younger. Let's put a backwards cap on him.
1: I've not got to the backwards cap part yet. Oh, that must be, that like might be much six. later on. But that is so funny. I've seen that meme online, like that is hilarious. Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, very good in that role. I really do find him menacing. Oh, yeah. And um he's charismatic. And uh I think Abby's got like a weird, like a weird crush on him as well. Oh no, no, um, no, 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 no. She was dropping the D word a couple of times.
0: No oh. ew Daddy, Jigsaw.
1: <laughs> ew. But um he is charismatic. He's got something about him. I'm sure there are other weird people out there like my mess Yeah, that not
0: not my, <laughs> like
1: jigsaw not my Um but yeah, talking about the first movie though, it didn't didn't do it for me. The jigsaw yeah. Billy, you know when when Billy rides in on the little trike, I just found it very funny. Um didn't find it scary and i mean, just saying. That i was clan... somewhere in that
0: heaven <laughs> <happened. Woof. Mm-mm. laughs> some fights happening uh,
1: let's see any more negatives i've got here um so many plot holes so first one i put like the head trap woman what's, what's her name angela uh amanda the one that ends up helping amanda so yeah wouldn't she go to prison for murder for, like, ripping that guy open and getting the kid no. or whatever. Like, surely... No. No. She wouldn't go to I prison. But I... She would. She killed him. I ass. don't think she would.
0: No, like... but it was out of, like, desperation mm-hmm. in that situation. Like, I feel like they wouldn't try her for that. I don't know. Just, well, like, I don't think that, that, that they try that people for... For cannibalism if they get stuck on a island. Like, can yeah you? but
1: she didn't She didn't know for sure That could have been a trick Like what if the key hadn't hadn't been in there And she would just kill the dude for no reason um, But that was they just could, that was uh, of that They could
0: though. have pled Temporary insanity And She had to spend a little bit of time In a, like a halfway house or something And then She got out with help Or on probation or something I don't know
1: and the other plot hole I wrote down, I've just noticed that it was actually <laughs> was actually um, addressed in one of the sequels. I've put um, why didn't they see Jigsaw breathing on the floor? Did he take a drug to make him appear dead, like in Romeo and Juliet? But they do actually say, don't they? I can't remember which one, mm-hmm. but they're they like, do. Um, yeah, he, he injects himself with something like that. So that one was was addressed, I guess.
0: I feel like too, I wouldn't be paying that much attention to the guy. Like, even if he was breathing, I probably wouldn't have seen it just because I would be in such a panicked state.
1: That's have just you me. seen that meme? It's like a screenshot from the movie and it's like so, so unrealistic. No one has that much will to live. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> I also like the one where it's like a the scene in the bathroom and it's like, this is what gas station bathrooms look like yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I have been in a convenience store restroom (laughs) that looked like that and (laughs) i had to pee so bad that i had to just suck it up and use the restroom
1: it was horrible (laughs) as well for girls because you all have to sit down like we can just stand up and do whatever you know like you you have to make contact with something (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: not good Mm -hmm. um so let's talk about some good stuff then uh what's your favorite scene in this
0: The twist, obviously, whenever it gets Mm -hmm. up and you're just like in your head and you're just like,
1: What? What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Epic early 2000s scores playing in the background. (laughs) So good. (laughs) It's like slow-mo, and he's like ripping off his head prosthetic.
0: And then they like all of a sudden everything kind of just goes together and you're like, oh, (laughs) Oh so funny! Like saw his off and it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, because that scene as well, where like he finally decides because he he just flips and he decides to saw his, his foot off to get out of that the the chain, and then because it it was happening, I was like, oh god, this is the gory bit, and I was I was watching, it, I was like, there's no gore in this at all. You don't actually see it happen. Yeah. You just like see a little bit of like the contacts, um, and then it cuts away. And then you don't even really see, like, anything going on when he's crawling along. Like, you just see yeah. his his trousers covering it. So you don't actually see. Do you, think,
0: do you think he would have had to cut his leg off? Or do you think if he would have bled enough, he would have been able to, like, slide through? Oh.
1: Do you think he
0: was being dramatic?
1: <laughs> well, like, squeezing, like, a toothpaste bottle.
0: <laughs> well, you know, just, like, like <laughs> sometimes when you get stuck in stuff, you can just, like lather yourself up in butter and just, you know. Do you, think,
1: do you think that Jigsaw has to do a background check and see if any of them are contortionists before he puts them in the traps? Well, yes, because easily. he does. Like, he oh, follows them.
0: He knows their life. Mm. So he would he would know if he was if they were contortionists. So I feel like if he would have come up with some wackier plan if that was the case.
1: <laughs> well, there is that scene in one of the sequels where, like, the dude just breaks his foot and like he can slip it out then he just keeps because he he almost uses the same hacksaw doesn't he well that's what i'm
0: thinking too it was like either the blood or like break your leg like didn't Mm. have to go full on cut off your leg
1: or it escalated very quickly (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah that's that's a mad scene as well but can you guess what my favorite scene is the end no, so it's it's very a lot more basic and classic horror. It actually gave me chills. I thought it was a really good, well-shot scene when Zep jumps out on the little girl and captures her and her mum, you know, where mm. he's like, he's peeking mm-hmm. out of the closet and you just see the little shot of his eye and then the doors mm-hmm. fly that is open. a good scene. And then the mum runs in and... You expect, like, to be nobody there. You know, like, that's, like, what usually happens. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. kids scream, someone runs in. There's no one there. But there is. And Zep stood there, like, covered in a bed sheet. And it's so scary. Just, like, he's just stood there by the bed. Like, and it's a really good Mm -hmm. scene. Like, I really like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that was was my favorite scene. And that sort of, that ties into um, my favorite character as well, which I really struggled with. So
2: yeah, I didn't like
1: it's, a, it's... A, a, I didn't like a single character in this. I didn't care yeah. about any of them or no. their stories. So if I had to pick one, it'd be the doctor's wife, and um, that's just because I like the actor. Um, she's in the Last House on the Left remake. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's hot and she looks like Lana Del Rey, so that's why I pick her. <laughs> um, I don't really have a favorite
0: character, but I guess it would have to be Jigsaw, just because it's just like.
1: Oh yeah, well he isn't really Wild. in this one much, but yeah, yeah, as a character he is great. Um, yeah, like I say, I can see like why Jigsaw and Billy are horror icons. You know, like as as the franchise goes on and that, obviously, they you see more of them both, and especially Tobin Bell. You know, he he, he brings something to that role
2: mm-hmm. that is
1: effective as a horror villain for sure. Um, he was actually at a horror con that I was at a couple of years back and they were doing photo ops and they'd recreated the, um, the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, obviously you, you go in there and you, you have your picture set up with Tobin Bell. And one of the dudes who runs the cons, Neil, he was actually playing the dead guy on the floor and he would <clears he'd throat> just lie on the floor <laughs> with his boxer shorts on in a pool of blood and he was like a human prop for the day, just lying on the floor That's there in the first. Crazy! Hotel. <laughs> I would
0: hate that. <laughs>
1: They're really clever. Um, but yeah, it's 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 got some good things going for it, and I can see why people love it and love this franchise. But personally, mm-hmm. for me, just not my bag. Um, yeah. What about favorite kill, though. What's your favorite kill in this?
0: I guess, like, I don't really have a favorite kill. <laughs> I do like. The, I do like the reverse bear trap though
1: and Yeah, that's that's a funny one Because I feel like I've had the, the mandala effect on that Where it opened and ripped her head apart Because like, again, when that scene came on I was like dreading it Like, oh god, I'm going to have to watch this through my fingers It's going to be one of them torture porn things And well... her head gets ripped apart But it never actually happens
0: Yeah, it doesn't happen Just,
1: Does that happen in a later film? I don't know because I know the the bear trap comes I think back it does. as like a a, a thing. Yeah, but not she just has it, doesn't she? She's like kept it or something. Um, yeah, it's like a it's just on uh, the side a bento like, or whatever. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, she she was an interesting character as well, especially when she returns. Um, she kind of annoys me to be honest. She's whiny and like a lot of overacting going on there but i don't mind yeah. i thought i thought she was interesting and I quite like that twist in number 2 um yeah I and hated her. her hair I, in number I, 2 I was, horrible. It was very of its time as well wasn't it that hair very day. of its time yes Ugh. i think that's probably one of the reasons why i'm not a big fan of this or this franchise it's like that era was so rough like fashion wise like visually like <laughs> It doesn't hold anything like <laughs> fond for me. Like, it, like, it makes
0: it makes me angry because the Y two K fashion is coming back, but like they don't understand how ugly <clears throat> that fashion was. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Target, we're sh- uh, we're showing
1: pictures of ourselves laughing at laughing at us. Like look what we look like, and it's like it's actually coming back into fashion now.
0: <laughs> I know. Which is fine because, like, I felt like some of our outfits were fire, you know. But uh, oh, yeah. hell yeah! I still wish I out some of
1: it. <laughs> I have some stuff that I've had for like ever still. I still wish keep... I had my like big parachute pants. Like, do you ever have any Jinko jeans?
0: I did. Do you,
1: have you seen like how much they're going for now? Oh
0: my god! I know. I was complaining about like, that what? like a couple weeks ago because I told Kevin I want those for my birthday, and I was like, man, they're like eighty. 90 100 120
1: dollars like they're still going like the company must have like had a resurgence when they realized that this fashion was back in and they're charging so much now for them it's crazy like we used to pick them up for nothing at like the mosher stores i suppose like have you heard that term before mosher Mm -mm. no that's what we used to get called like either a mosher or a smelly um i guess the the (laughs) smelly What's the equivalent? Like, I don't know, what like, you guys would have been called like a, a rocker or something basically an alternative person that dressed in like all black uh, probably and... like skater or punk. yeah, we used to, used to get called moshers. And um that was just standard mosher wear, you know, your big pants mm-hmm. and your, your wallet chain and that the oh, bigger the best. better. And then you'd <laughs> you'd walk around like it'd be like a rainy day and the bottom of your pants would get soaked. Yep. Um, it I dry, remember so... going
0: <laughs> going to this Christian youth conference, and I had—I don't know if they were jinkos but they were like baggy pants and a giant hoodie, and then a beanie, and then um, a chain belt, and then the necklaces—you know, the round the the ball chain necklaces. <laughs> yeah,
1: the ball I yeah. was obsessed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With those obsessed and I, I would wear them all the time. And I just remember and and I always like to dress a little bit more on the masculine side when I was growing up. Well, I still do, but um, but I just thought I looked so cool. But I
1: didn't well, that's because you did. We all did. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, we all did. <laughs> but yeah, like visually, like and when I watch movies and stuff from that era, it's not it's not an era that I enjoy at all you know um i much prefer anything 90s stuff like that yeah. but um yeah so that's why that's one of the reasons why it doesn't work for me i guess this movie favorite kill for me i've just got a note here for the the tripwire shotguns kill i thought that was cool like really simple and effective oh, nicely shot yeah, as well okay but, like the shotguns are like above the person and like mm-hmm. obviously they the tripwire, and the shotguns just shoot down, which I don't think I've Mm -hmm. seen before. And the bullets go down and the blood goes down. I thought, that's pretty cool. Very simple but effective. Have you got any more points to talk about?
0: No. Um, I like the the movie. I like the franchise. I understand where you're coming from as well. So I can see both
1: sides. I can see both sides too uh, because I can understand why it was such a massive phenomenon phenomenon
0: phenomenon
1: phenomenon how much of a, an effect <laughs> how much of an effect it had on like horror movies in general you know i'm i'm thankful of that that it sort of like yeah. really pushed them to the forefront for this new wave of horror um mm-hmm. but it also Brought a lot of shit out as well Including its own franchise In my, in my opinion But mm-hmm. it definitely like brought horror to the mainstream More than it was at the time Um, You know for example The the way I discovered this movie You know it was in a person's movie collection A DVD collection Alongside a bunch of normal blockbuster movies You know mm-hmm. like So it, it was looked upon As like a A, a normal movie Which um horror struggles to do sometimes um and that that really did help invigorate the the genre i think at the time and yeah I, c- I can see why people love it i can see why it's still going um i don't know actually i don't know how it's still going after those few films <laughs> i've just watched because they were fucking terrible i know
0: i i but, know it's it's wild, they will, but...
1: they will keep making them, I guess, because there is that fan base out there, and I'm mm-hmm. sure those passionate fans are listening to this episode and calling me all sorts. But um, yeah, there's there's fans for it, and good for you. Basically, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to shit in this movie. It's just not my bag. Um, yeah, not not to my taste. Um, not executed to my taste. I think like I would be interested to see like a. A reboot of this or a remake, because I think that the story is there. I think it's got a good concept. Um, yeah. I just I would be interested to see it done now. You know, by yeah, someone let's like. Let's see Blumhouse.
0: how this new one's going to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, do we know if it's going to be like? It's not a reboot. Is it going to be a sequel? I don't know. Do we know anything I about it?
0: Really, I haven't really heard anything about it.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll. <laughs> saw ten we'll, right. Yeah, because technically, I think they did seven, and then it was the final chapter, and then Jigsaw was eight, and then um, Spiral was technically nine. So this would be technically ten. But yeah, I don't know anything about it, but I'm sure we'll touch on it as we talk about the James Bond movie.
0: Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith are both back for this movie.
1: Interesting. So Jigsaw comes
0: out (laughs) in October.
1: Is James Wan involved, or is he just an executive Mm-mm. producer? Not yeah, even that. No, he's not. No, no, no. Sure. Uh,
0: I don't see totally anything about him out.
1: On here. Yeah, I'm I sure we'll, we'll touch on it when it comes out. But yeah, we should probably wrap things up with this episode, if you haven't got anything more to say about Saw. I don't have anything. Shout out then to our wonderful Patreon supporters. Field Mouse, Nicole, Ryan, Vincent, Tom, Wade, Ash, Kyle, Oliver, Francesco, and Gina. Thank you so much Jeez, for your continued support. So
0: many people.
1: Thank we you. We love all of you. <laughs> Thank you. That pot is getting bigger, and I'm going to be over in Texas next year at this, this rate. It's going to be awesome.
2: Better um be.
1: And we've just been talking. You're going to give me a guided tour of the filming locations of Friday 13th, 2009, aren't you? So that'll be yep. cool. <laughs> and <laughs> God,
0: Texas Chainsaw.
1: Texas Chainsaw, yeah, absolutely.
0: And have you ever seen the movie Teeth?
1: No. Oh. No. <laughs> Not had any desire to watch that to be honest. It's a great movie. <laughs> but uh yeah, thank you so much, all of our patrons. We love you. Um I hope you're enjoying the bonus content. Uh we've got tons of stuff over on there. terrify 2 fans, make sure you sign up and listen to all that extra content because there's tons of it on there. We've got interviews with the creators from those movies. Um And lots of other stuff, too. We've got TV show reviews. Uh, We are, I know I keep saying this, but we are going to be starting our Twilight Zone coverage on the Patreon soon. Um, We just haven't had a chance to put them up yet because we've had so much Terrify 2 stuff on there. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we'll be getting to that. So, yeah, if you're enjoying what we're doing on the main show, then go and get even more of us rambling on the Patreon. But it's even more entertaining because we've got some cool people on there talking rather than just us and talking about interesting stuff. So Mm -hmm. go and sign up. We only ask for a dollar a month and you'll get all that content. If you want to give us more, then we love you eternally. But yeah, all you need to do is give us a dollar. Patreon.com forward slash Horror Homeschool. So on the main show, next episode, we will be tackling the next James Wan movie that came out in 2007. And that is Dead Silence.
0: I'm excited uh, to rewatch this movie. Yes,
1: I am too. Uh, but yeah, as always, you can find all of our links at horrorhomeschool.com, links to all the platforms where you can listen to the show, our merch, socials, and our Patreon. Personal social media stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J. Wakefield. And I me mean, at underscore Abraham Lincoln underscore. We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, Follow your heart.